Welcome back, dear listeners. Heading into the third week of November, this upcoming Monday, are you ready for the holidays, Jay? Well, um, no. Have you, have you done any Christmas shopping? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only a couple gifts up on you there. I've really been slacking. Mm-hmm. Anyway, seeing as we are heading into mid-November, that can only mean one thing. Thanksgiving is like next week. Coming so right up. If you are scrambling, we're here to help you. That's right. And for those of you out there who tend to dread holidays because they are veritable meat parades, usually, (laughs) and you are an herbivore of one kind or another, we got you. We love looking everywhere for new recipe ideas. I still do eat meat, but when given the choice, I usually do cook a lot of vegan meals. So we have some great recipe ideas for you. Jay, what do you got on the menu for Thanksgiving? Well, I got whole roasted cauliflower with balsamic glaze and Parmesan. Yeah, this of course can be made either vegetarian or vegan since there are now a variety of plant-based Parmesan options out there. We came across this product, Ramajan, and I forget the company that makes it, but we found this at Natural Grocers. We found it with the dry the pasta. Yes. Yeah, it's not in the fr- it's not with the other vegan Parmesan because they do have the other options too that are refrigerated, but this is just in a little like shaker. It's so like it's that it's, it's like that white stuff yeah. that you find near the spaghetti sauce. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We lucked out there. We found some vegan parm. No, I chose this recipe because I love cauliflower. I will eat it raw, dipped in sauce, fried, boiled, baked. I will eat it with a fox in a box. Also, if you're a meat eater who enjoys that sensory experience of carving into something... This might work for you as well. You can have the fantasy of a turkey. <laughs> just, yeah, just use your imagination. But it sounds really, really good. So how do you make this? Yeah, well, this is pretty easy. And that's the other reason I chose this recipe is, is for its simplicity. It's a lot simpler than the portobello Wellington <laughs> I helped make last year. Uh, that was ridiculous, but very tasty. End result, I'm not complaining, but it is very labor intensive. But I like to start simple and then, you know, figure out ways to improve. And, you know, you can add things or figure out your favorite way to make it. Basically, what it is, you got your cauliflower, a medium head. You got your ivu, your salt and pepper, your balsamic glaze that you prepared ahead. And then you got your Parmesan, uh, either plant-based for vegans or regular grated parm. And finally, your fresh thyme. You got to make thyme for fresh thyme. And we lucked out because we did. And we got the last one. The last. We went to like three stores. We yeah. couldn't find any thyme because everybody's hoarding it for Thanksgiving. It's, it's amazingly popular this time of year. But you're going to want to set aside around an hour and a half, an hour and 20 minutes for this right here. Oven at 400. Baking sheet with parchment or silicone mat. Get rid of the leaves on the cauliflower you know, unless you're a a weirdo. Uh, Slice the bottom off so that it sits flat on the baking sheet. Uh, You're going to take about a teaspoon or so. Doesn't seem like a lot, so use your best judgment there. And you're going to drizzle that shizzle all over the cauliflower along with your salt and pepper. And And then you're going to roast that core side up for about 45 minutes. Really? Yeah. Four side up. Yeah. And then you take a small bowl, mix together another tablespoon or so of Evo along with a tablespoon of the balsamic glaze. And when your cauliflower is ready to take out of the oven, flip it core side down. Then you gently separate the florets with a fork so you can get that mixture up in there. And then bake that for another 15 minutes. And when that's ready, you're going to mix together half a cup of parm with a tablespoon of fresh thyme. And you want to get 
that all over the surfaces and in the crevices, get that up in there. And you pop that bad boy in there another 15 minutes and Lord have mercy. So mm. Just make sure you got all the excess balsamic from the baking sheet and then you can drizzle that on top too. It's, yeah. Wow. Good eating. Wow. Good eating. Okay, so I'll admit that when I fir- when you first told me about this recipe, I was like, "How do you stuff the parmesan in all the crevices?" Mm-hmm. But if you're you do it even when you do it upside mm-hmm. down, when you mm-hmm. have it upside down, mm-hmm. see, I didn't have that mm-hmm. visual. That takes it up a whole mm-hmm. notch. Mm-hmm. As far as Thanksgiving goes, you know, when it comes to Thanksgiving, this is one of those holidays you really don't have to compromise. Besides the big old turkey butt, <laughs> now you can have like a, a vegan version of it <laughs> stuffed with parmesan. <laughs> exactly. Um, but you don't have to compromise because most of the sides are vegan. Okay, let's take the green bean casserole. Normally, it uses cream of chicken. I like mm-hmm. to modify what is traditional. I mm-hmm. love doing that because I cannot live without the green bean casserole. And making it vegetarian is easy. Vegan is a little more intensive, but vegetarian, grab your can of fried onions. The recipe is on the can. I use two cans of the Pacific cream of cauliflower, and I have to season it a little bit, doctor it a little bit with some seasonings. But mix it in with my green beans. I hate using frozen. I don't recommend it. They get all like hard or sharp or something. It's really weird. Mm. Mix in the onions, those canned green beans drained, of course, a little salt and pepper. This is the vegetarian version because, again, you're using cream of cauliflower. But mm-hmm. if you want to go vegan and dairy is completely out, I default to the simplest vegan bases of a white sauce. It's so simple. Two How tab- simple? So simple. <laughs> so simple. So simple. Uh, you, take, you take two tablespoons of butter. Again, you don't have to use butter butter. You can use any margarine and you don't need to spend $7 on the special label for vegan. Margarines are vegan. Yeah, some of those products are just too much. Too much. So you take two tablespoons of that, two tablespoons of white flour. Now, traditional white sauce calls for milk. One cup or more, depending on how thick you like it. But for those staying away from dairy, I like unsweetened soy milk. A lot of alternatives use the oat milk or almond milk. To me, they're too sweet and they have a lot of sugar. So when making a savory dish, the unsweetened soy milk is a great choice for diabetics and it can take on the seasonings of any flavors you're trying to achieve. It's kind of like tofu. Mm. Well, soy. Mm-hmm. I guess soy just absorbs everything. So <laughs> melt your soy butter. Foo. Melt your butter and work in your flour until it's nice and golden brown on a medium to low heat. And when it is golden, you work in that milk, whisking, whisking, whisking the whole time. It starts to thicken. If you need to, add more milk to thin it out. Then work in your flavors. For green bean casserole, I work in garlic salt to taste. I don't have any measurements. I'm sorry. I just work it in. Just winging it. Just winging it. Or you can use garlic powder if you're trying to stay away from the salt. But about a half Half a teaspoon of salt if you do that, if you just want to control it a little bit more. And I forgot to mention, when using this base, I tend to use less than a cup of the milk and add a little veggie broth in place of it to give it just a little more flavor. Flavor. Salt and pepper. Throw in some chicken grilling seasonings. Any chicken grilling seasonings are fine. The beautiful part of using grilling seasonings, they enhance meats, but give vegan recipes that familiar nuance of meatiness. I throw this in the base with the fried onions and the green beans instead. But if you really want it thick, you can puree some of that cauliflower and throw it in. It works. Mm -hmm. Just add more seasonings to taste. And as for the other sides, again, 
Stuffing can be vegan. They now have vegan versions or vegetarian versions, which they normally are. Mashed mm. potatoes, it's already a, a potato. You know what I'm saying? And you yeah. can you can, you can use that. You don't have to use the milk, the milk, the cream. Yeah. No, no. You can use margarine mm-hmm. once again, soy milk or whatever milk you like. Mashed potatoes, add some veggie broth to take up a notch. And if you think about it, all the other traditional sides, cranberry sauce, yams, they're all vegan. Yeah, there's a lot you can do. And this is, we're just scratching the surface here, but I hope you guys are willing to give some of these recipes a try and go vegan or veggie this holiday season. But for Christmas, we've got stuffed peppers on the menu. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I chose this recipe because these peppers are tasty. I had a recipe picked out from Nava Atlas's Vegan Holiday Kitchen, which is a great book. Highly recommended. Lots of great stuff in there. But we didn't have a couple of things. We didn't have the wild rice. We didn't have the orange juice or the scallions. And so we decided, uh, well, Ariel's made the meaty stuffing out of walnuts and lentils. And this was great stuff. Genius. When I was living in Guatemala, we actually made this lentil and walnut concoction for sloppy joes this was brilliant i mean (laughs) it it was it was tasty it worked and you know even though we were two thousand miles apart you know we bought all the ingredients and cooked it up in our own kitchens it was great good times we were like on video or something yeah we did a video conference call (laughs) it was so good it turns out this can be a little bit of a process so you want to give yourself at least you know an hour and a half or so the prep is a bit but it's worth it you know because i had been cooking lentils all this time not knowing that you need to hull the lentils hull shull <laughs> for some reason shull. last night i was we saying invented, shull <laughs> yeah I, I i like shull better right, to be honest i think we should keep it but whatever it is that stuff around the lentils that's what that's where we're getting at the husks <laughs> yeah so green lentils they really are yellow and we do have photos of this there's going to be a video coming out on TikTok. Yeah, head over to our TikTok to see the process process. here. Yeah. (laughs) You take your cup of lentils. It's one cup. Soak them first and foremost. And while you are preparing the other items, I give you all the benefit of having you wash, cut, and clean out the pepper seed of the green and red peppers first whilst the lentils are soaking. So then, mm-hmm. you know, you want you want those lentils soaking for at least 20 to 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And that's how much it takes you to get all this ingredients together. So you clean, cut, and get all those seeds out of the peppers. Mm-hmm. Then chop up your walnuts. And I would say a half a cup or less for stuffing. A whole cup or more. I used two cups and that was way too much. We ended up with like enough stuffing mm-hmm. with two cups of walnuts for like 12 peppers. Yeah, we ended up with a lot extra. Yeah, a lot. And we stuffed seven. Yeah. And there was still... I'm thinking a lasagna. I think yeah. you can make a, a, a vegan lasagna. Well, with that's just the thing. It's so good. You know, you can put it on a lot of different things. It's not going to be wasted. <laughs> and, and you can change it up, too. Some of the ingredients, you can change it up. If you did have wild rice, you could use wild rice. We just didn't have any. I'll tell you what I used instead. You chop up your walnuts, you're good to go. But unless you're feeding a lot of people, instead of the wild rice, I added garlic roasted couscous. Mm-hmm. comes from that, what is that, Far East yeah. brand. Good choice. You have your peppers cut, your walnuts. Walnuts are done. Then you're, you cut up your onions. I used two small onions because that's what I had on hand. Mm-hmm. And we love onions. Oh, yeah. And I still say, no matter how much of this concoction you're making, a whole head of garlic. Yeah. Always add more to whatever the recipe is calling for because every recipe that I've seen when it comes to garlic, it's never enough. So then once your garlic and everything is chopped, everything is ready to go, then you go back to your lentils and work them through your fingers while the water is running or you can take breaks with the water. You just work that, work that, work that with your fingers. Rinse them off and get those husks off. (laughs) (laughs) This is the most time-consuming part 
of the whole recipe. And now everything is prepared. It's it's a lot, but it's worth it. Get yeah. yourself a large skillet. Heat up some EVOO on medium. Start with the onions first. You want them translucent. But before they become fully transparent, about mm. halfway there, throw your rinsed shoulder lentils <laughs> in. And by this time, yep. the EVOO is starting to disappear. So throw some more on. Yep. And when the onions are getting transparent, start adding the veggie broth. You want one of those 32-ounce boxed broths. I just started pouring, and I pour mm-hmm. until it just covers everything. Mm-hmm. Because remember, this is going to be cooking off as the lentils cook down and everything starts breaking down. So mm-hmm. as it cooks off, you add a little broth to keep everything from burning. You do not want to burn the lentils, walnuts, or garlic. Garlic gets bitter. Don't burn the garlic. <laughs> you don't Especially not the garlic. So once the lentils are turning soft, you want to check it with a fork and uh, see if they're softening up. When they're softening up, throw in the minced head of garlic and the walnuts. And here is where you throw in your seasonings. It's one teaspoon of smoked paprika, oregano, thyme, more of those uh, grilling seasonings. Now the garlic salt, I just wing it to taste. I forgot the parsley. And you can add the parsley, like a teaspoon of parsley or omit. But since I forgot the parsley, it was still pretty good. It was it? it was delicious. Even yeah. without parsley, just think what it could What add. it could do with the parsley. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> But once this is all mixed up and you've got all those seasonings in there, that's when you throw in and you you keep adding that veggie broth because you don't want it dry and you don't want anything burned. So you keep adding that veggie broth just a little bit, splash here, Mm -hmm. splash there to make it moist. That's when you throw in your box of garlic couscous with the seasoning packet. Mix it all together and don't forget the can of diced tomatoes. But what happens Mm -hmm. is this hearty, meaty yumminess. Yeah, it even looks like meat. It does. I think the smoked paprika makes it look kind of red, like Mm -hmm. like meat. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, you cook it down. (laughs) Cook down the juice from the tomatoes. Because again, with the diced tomatoes, you want to keep that juice. Cook it down because that just adds to the flavors. Everything absorbs in it. Cook it down until it's nice and thick. Stuff those pre-prepared peppers. Close them up with toothpicks. Throw some tomato sauce on top. Yes, on top. All Mm -hmm. in the pan. Just use the whole can and loosely cover. And I would say 375 for two hours to get those peppers nice and soft with that skin just peeling right off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and when that came out of the oven, oh boy, (laughs) I was proud. (laughs) Proud to be a vegan. (laughs) It was really glorious. the, The aroma. The aroma yeah, fills the, the whole seasonings. whole home delightful. It smelled like Christmas. Mm-hmm. As mm-hmm. for the sides, honestly, you don't really need a lot of extras with this. It is hearty. It is, yeah. You you'll get a belly full, and and do we mention it's delicious? I was thinking for a side, maybe asparagus. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, 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 yes. And you know, I actually have a recipe that I can post somewhere. We don't know where. Mm-hmm. Um, for asparagus from Robin Ellis's book, Mediterranean Vegetarian Cooking. And if you haven't heard of Robin, he's a former actor from the UK who became a diabetic and now writes the most awesome cookbooks for vegans, vegetarians, and even carnivores. But even spinach mix salad would go beautifully with the asparagus and the peppers. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Christmas dinner. Festive. Green yeah. and red peppers. Yeah, this is so good. If you decide to give these recipes a try, we'd love to know what you think. And hey, share your own even. Hit us up on social media. Our links are in the show notes. Don't forget to go to our TikTok so you can see the visuals of that recipe we talked about. Or you can email us at info at 
Happy holidays, y'all. Hope you have a wonderful and safe holiday season. We will see you after Thanksgiving for our season finale on December 1st. Right. And don't forget to check us out on Amazon Music and Audible. We have added them. That's right. We're new on the scene there. So go head over there if you're on Audible and Amazon Music. Love to hear from you. Peace out. Happy Thanksgiving. Deep Spinach is a production of the Javi Media Network on the web at javimedia.net. Have a question or comment? Send us an email. Info at javimedia.net. You can listen to Deep Spinach on popular podcast platforms, including iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and Pandora. Send us a postcard, artwork, photos of strange creatures caught on camera, or any other curiosity you can think of to Javi Media Network, P.O. Box 519, Mead, Colorado, 80542. And as always, thanks for listening. Javi Media.